Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 5th. Here are election 2020 updates from today's show. Iowa Democratic Party Chairman Troy Price finally released last night what he said represents 62 percent of the state's precincts. According to the results they put out, Pete Buttigieg is leading with 27 percent of the state's delegates, followed by Bernie Sanders with 25 percent. Sanders won some bragging rights with a lead in the popular vote, getting 28,222 votes to Buttigieg's 27,090. Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden were in third and fourth place with 18.3 and 15.6 percent of the delegates, respectively. Deeply disappointing results for both of them. Those two ranked in the same positions in the popular vote. The full results remain delayed with no clear timetable for a resolution. The Iowa Democrats said yesterday that it has staff continuing to try to verify the results. They're collecting boxes of presidential preference cards and pushing precincts to report their results as quickly as possible. Yesterday in New Hampshire, Buttigieg's voice cracked with emotion as he celebrated the news that he is in the lead. While Sanders came out on top in the popular vote, the overall turnout figures were comparable to 2016's, but far below the record numbers that launched Barack Obama's candidacy in 2008. These numbers indicate that Bernie's pledge to energize an army of young and first-time volunteers hadn't been fulfilled. The muddled results served to persuade lower-tier candidates that they should stick around, making the Democratic challenge to select a standard-bearer more difficult without a winnowed field. Amy Klobuchar finished fifth in Iowa, for example, with 12.6% of the state's delegates, and she was campaigning hard around New Hampshire yesterday. Andrew Yang got 1%, and Tom Steyer got only 0.3%, but they also held events in New Hampshire. As Klobuchar put it, quote, I'm someone that thrives in chaos. You want a steady hand in chaos, right? This whole muddle has emboldened Mike Bloomberg, who didn't compete in Iowa, Yesterday, he authorized his advisors to double television spending for his presidential campaign. His campaign has also been authorized to hire a total of 2,000 staffers. More explanations for that technical meltdown in Iowa began to emerge, including the fact that many pre-Saint organizers had not been able to adequately test the app designed for reporting results to party headquarters. But questions remain about why the state party chose Shadow, a Democratic-aligned startup, for such a high-stakes moment. The app had been rolled out for testing in mid-January, just weeks before the caucuses. The state party said the delay was intentional. They said they waited to introduce the software to avoid giving hackers time to figure out how to penetrate it. They said the party also chose to keep the name of the vendor secret on the advice of cybersecurity consultants. In the end, the problem on caucus night was not a hack, nor could it be explained alone by difficulty in downloading software. It was a more basic coding error that caused the problems. When caucus leaders started successfully reporting data through the app, a separate system also developed by Shadow collated the information but spit out only partial results. The Nevada Democratic Party announced yesterday that it will no longer use this app as planned for its caucuses on February 22nd. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. If you want to hear full episodes, find The Daily 202 every weekday morning wherever you get your podcasts. 